Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm here with my sister Taylor. Hello. And you are listening to Twin Tales. We are going through the 50 United States, talking about all the legends and ghost stories that we can find in each state. And in our last episode, Taylor talked about Arkansas. Yes, the Boggy Creek Monster. Yes. The, the Sasquatch of the South, if you will. <laughs> that's catchy. I'm sure that's what they call it. Yeah, I, I, I would feel like they would. Um, but I said that our next episode would be about California, and this time I was right. It is California. I was the one who was wrong last time. Yeah, well, we're in this together, so okay. we're right this time. <laughs> and for California, I decided to take a little trip to the ocean side. And we're going to talk about the ship, the Queen Mary. The whole state is covered. Like, borders the ocean, by the way, so. I could have gone to the mountains or something in California. Could have gone deep inside California. I chose the seaside. <laughs> okay. The Queen Mary, then. Yeah, have you heard of the Queen Mary, Taylor? It was on BuzzFeed Unsolved. I remember that episode. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Are you watching episodes about me? I think you watched it. It was where they slip in the very dark room. Yeah, I don't remember that episode. You probably I think attention. you watched it without me. It was a good episode. Well, I wouldn't know. You watched it without me. I hope those of you listening to this podcast aren't skipping episodes without your friends. Because it's cruel. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to give you a little bit of background about the Queen Mary Taylor. Okay. So even though you seem to know all about it it's already. A ship. It is a ship. Yeah, it's located in Long Beach, California. And it was built in, guess where it was built? California? No, it was built in Scotland in the wow. 1930s. Guess that's why it's called Queen Mary? Yeah, it's named after the Queen Mary of England. Even though it's a United States ship now. And they were actually going to originally name it the Queen Victoria. Because all of their ships at the time like ended in that I-A, like Ia. Mm-hmm. But I guess they went to the king and was like, we're going to name this after like the greatest queen England's ever seen. Which they were referring to as Mother Queen Mary, or Queen Victoria. And he was all like, oh, my wife will be so happy that you're naming this ship after her. And his wife was Queen Mary. <laughs> so that's hey, how it got its name. <laughs> it was because the king just assumed his wife was the greatest in the world. Which is nice. It's a nice thought, right? I mean, the mother is pretty important, too. But he didn't really care. I'm sure she had other ships named after her. Queen Victoria was far more well-liked and famous, I feel. Because she ruled by herself. I don't know the history of in British queens, but no, apparently you do. I mean, thanks, you thanks for your input, Taylor. Anyway, on May 27th, 1936, the Queen Mary departed from Southampton, England, and that was her maiden voyage, was that 1936 journey. So, ship's been around a while. About 80 years now. Wow. Pretty close, yeah. Um, and it's a pretty impressive ship. It was, like, made to be fancy. Like the Titanic? Kind of. It reminded me a little bit of the Titanic, but it hasn't sunk. It's just haunted, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's just haunted. Um, they had five dining rooms, and they had some lounges. There were two cocktail bars, two swimming pools, a grand ballroom, and they even had a squash court and a small hospital on board. So much to do. <laughs> I know, right? You can play squash, you can get injured and go to the small hospital. <laughs> playing squash. <laughs> playing squash. Um, and it was pretty much famous for hosting rich people. I think you could probably assume that. Um, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor were on board. Clark Gable was Ooh. on board at one point. Which, I don't know about you, but I feel like any time a place is haunted, they're like, oh, Clark Gable was here. <laughs> and I don't know what that's about. 
Like, there's a couple, like, saloons and, like, some hotels and stuff where they're like, Clark Gable was here. Also, we're haunted. Maybe he just walks around as a ghost and... Yeah, you think he's just, like... There's maybe, like, hundreds of hotels or something that the only thing haunting there is Clark Gable. (laughs) (laughs) He's a cool guy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed him in Gone with the Wind. (laughs) That's all I've ever seen him in. Yeah. Um, But Winston Churchill was also on the ship. Does he also haunt the ship? I mean, there haven't been reports of him. I feel like he was a guy that was like, when I'm dead, I'm dead kind of person. Very straightforward. Yeah, I feel like he wouldn't stick around. (laughs) But anyway, when World War II broke out, the ship was transformed into a troop ship, and they called it the Grey Ghost. Ooh. Because they just, like, painted it, like, all gray to kind of do some camouflage. they made it ugly. Yeah, they took out, like, all the fancy things in it and literally just, like, filled it with troops. What year was this? Um, it was at the start of World War II, so I think that was, like, 1940s. Maybe. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't a fancy ship for very long before they turned it into a warship. Well, I guess if you have to pick a ship to be assigned to, the... Well, they, they took this one. one because it was, like, one of the fastest ships in the world at the time. And it was also really big, so it could carry a lot of troops. Okay. And, um, it survived a collision at sea. There was a point in time where this huge wave, like, went over it, and it was, like... I think they said, like, 10 degrees from capsizing... But they righted it again. Um, it set the record for carrying the most people ever on a floating vessel. How many? Uh, 16,683 people were on board. Comfortably at or? One time. No, it was not comfortably. <laughs> I think they said, like, comfortably it fit, like, 5,000 people. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, they, it carried a lot of people, and it was not, like, a luxury ship at this point. Um, it was also in the D-Day invasion. It was one of the ships that was there. Yeah, pretty successful as a warship. Um, At the end of the war, the ship began to transport like 22,000 war brides and their children to the United States and to Canada. So war brides are like women who married a man that she met while he was in in service, like on active duty. Yeah. Yeah, so it basically took the brides and their kids back to their husbands kind of thing. Which 22,000 people we're aboard this ship going back and forth so yeah pretty big <laughs> um after its world war ii days the queen mary was refurbished and it resumed her elegant cruises and that was in july of 1947 and for about 20 years she was in the elegant cruise business <laughs> so in 1967 they took it out of service after more than a thousand transatlantic crossings and the city of long beach bought the boat and just docked it at California. Why? Um, I think they wanted to use it either as, like, a kind of history tourism thing or just for, like, like people rent it out for weddings and things like that. Like, they can rent it and, like, stay there. I can get that. I mean, we toured a ship when we visited California. Yeah, like, people go the on day. there and tour it and stuff like that. Like, it's an old, old ship. <laughs> and it's still floating. And it was, it was a World War II ship, which I feel is difficult to find still... Like, being able to float on water. (laughs) Uh, I feel like Pearl Harbor has a few. Yeah, I'm sure they do, the ones that weren't sunk. (laughs) But yeah, so, with so much history on this ship, and how many things went on, like, aboard the ship, it's kind of obvious that you would have some ghosts (laughs) lingering around. And there's actually quite a few. And there's quite a few rooms that people say are haunted. So, um... Time Magazine calls it one of the top ten most haunted places in the world. I don't know if you can consider it a place. 
but I'll, I'll go with it. It's a location. It's a boat. The boat could be anywhere in the world at any time. Yeah, well, anywhere the boat is, it's one of the top 10 haunted places at okay. that time. <laughs> um, there's been recorded at least 49 onboard deaths, and I'm assuming that's not including any deaths that happened during World War II. I would guess so. So I would say 49 outside of its World War II missions. Um, and they say there's about 150 known ghosts that inhabit the ship. 47 deaths, but 150 ghosts. 49 deaths. 49 deaths, but 150 ghosts. Yes. Like, ghosts that people have either seen or, like, can record as, like, this- I've seen this apparition multiple times. I feel like ghosts don't choose where they haunt, though. That's interesting to know it's more than actually died on the ship. Yeah, some people think it is, too. Um, cause there was- there was a little girl, they say, that's on the ship. And they see it in- they see her in the second class swimming pool a lot. And it's assumed that she, like, drowned there. She told, like, a paranormal, like, psychic person that, um, her name's Jackie, I guess. And they, they assume that she, like, drowned because she's always in the pools, but they say there's, like, no recording of, like, anyone ever drowning in the pools on the ship. Yeah. But she told an investigator, huh? Yeah, like, they somehow found out her name was Jackie. Like, they call this little girl with a teddy bear Jackie. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's an engine room that's said to be, like, the most haunted spot on the ship. And guess what door number is the engine room? 13. It is. It's door 13. And it's known to have crushed at least two people. Crushed. Crushed. <laughs> like, it closed on top of them. Ew. Yeah, there was, like, an 18-year-old crew member that was found crushed in the door of, like, number 13. And, um, I guess there was some kind of emergency and, like, the captain ordered all of the doors to be, like, shut down immediately. And this dude was, like, standing under it when it shut and so when they found him they said his arms were like pinned to his sides and they were able to get him out and take him to the hospital but obviously like he was crushed so it's kind of too late to do anything um they said like his arms were like totally shattered his chest and his pelvis were shattered and he was like already bleeding from his nose so he was pretty much a goner they gave him some morphine but he died shortly after and they say that his ghost is seen walking around asking um guests if they've seen his wrench I hate the picture of someone being crushed and then still being alive. Yeah, he's not even the only person that got crushed under there, so... Like, just... Yeah, and he was just an 18-year-old guy. They said they see this, like, ghost that looks like a really young man with, like, a beard, and he's dressed as, like, one of the, um, workers you would see in the engine room. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a pretty popular sighting, I guess. And then they've had the first and second class swimming pools, our popular haunted areas, but the swimming pools have been closed for, like, three decades now because they've been doing, like, renovations and projects in there, but no one's ever opened it to the public 30 since years, the boat was, huh? like, a luxury cruise. Yeah. 30 years of renovations. Yeah. They never, they have never opened it to the public since, like, it came to Long Island or Long Beach. Maybe because they're afraid of someone drowning in them. Yo, they say they've seen, like, apparitions of women in, like, 1930s swimming attire that they believe are ghosts there. They see wet footprints that lead from the deck to the changing rooms, even though no one's, like, ever in the pool. And I'm assuming the pool is probably drained at this point, too. Yeah. So I don't know where the wet footprints would come from. And like I said, there's that little girl named Jackie that, like, clutches their teddy bear. They said she was, like, five years old, and they think her parents were, like, guests on the ship. And she drowned. But like I said, they never found, like, any recorded record of anyone drowning. Um, they say they see a young woman in a tennis skirt walking down the stairs towards the pool and they're, like, disappearing a lot. 
And there's also a woman in a wedding gown next to the pool that usually has a little boy in a swimsuit with her. A wedding gown? Interesting. Yeah, like old wedding gown too. Um, there's a cloud of steam that appears out of nowhere, along with a little girl in a blue and white dress. And whenever the cloud of steam disappears, you don't see the girl anymore. That makes me think of American Dad with the, the apocalypse, the 200 are coming. Oh yeah, the little, little girl's coming. <laughs> um, they have the Mayfair Room, which used to be the beauty salon of the ship. They did have a beauty salon on board at one wow. time. And it's now used as offices because they run a hotel out of the ship, so you can like rent rooms and stuff. So it's now used as offices for the hotel. And there was a member of the accounting staff that came in early to work one day, about 5.30 in the morning. And she said she felt like something was off in the room, but she went about her office tasks and like sat down at her desk. And she said the room got really like unusually cold, even though it was like 5.30 in the morning, it got colder <laughs> than it normally would be. And she said she felt someone like brush up against the back of her chair and when she turned around, no one was there. And just minutes after that occurred, um, I just lost my spot for a second, but just minutes <laughs> after that occurred, um, she said she saw a transparent figure in white, like a woman in white, that um, walked pat past the door. That's such office. a classic urban legend is the woman in white. Yeah, I've found a lot of like places that have the woman in white, which I've found at least four states who have it. Yeah, and that's usually like a woman that like killed her kids, right? It's usually just a hitchhiker. It's always a hitchhiker, it seems like. Okay, well, I don't know if this woman was hitchhiking on this boat. Maybe she thinks. But she, she is. said she saw a woman in white like across the room, like pass through a door. So that oh, that would scare so me. Scary. I mean, that's why I don't go into work early. <laughs> so maybe that was on her. Uh, one of the hotel rooms that they say is the most haunted would be Stateroom B three forty. B340, yeah, it's a mouthful. Um, in 1948, a British third-class passenger by the name of Walter J. Adamson passed away in the room, and no one really knows what happened, like whether he died he? of natural cause. He was like in his 40s or 50s, oh. so they don't know if like he had a heart attack or if someone came and like attacked him. I guess he had some enemies <laughs> aboard the ship, but they don't really know. Like his death, his cause of death is unknown. And in 1966, a woman staying in the room reported that she was woken up when the bed covers were pulled off of her and she saw a man standing at the foot of her bed. She screamed and rang, rang for the steward, but the man apparently vanished into thin air after pulling her bed sheets. Ghost ring. Yeah, ghost ring. <laughs> Guests staying in the room have reported hearing someone knocking on the door in the middle of the night and the bathroom lights will flash on and off. Like, pretty common paranormal stuff. That can um, be poltergeisty. <laughs> Yeah, the hotel's maids started complaining that they would find the bathroom water running even when no one had stayed in the room for days. And one reported that the bed covers were pulled off right after she put them on. So, like, this ghost is kind of an inconvenient dude. Like, doesn't care about cleanliness or making beds or saving water. <laughs> um, the room was closed to guests for many years, but it's since reopened for anyone looking for a little creepy evening. <laughs> You can rent the room and, like, oh, no. stay Your there. blanket might be pulled off and the yeah. water might be turned on. <laughs> the lights turn on and off, too. Oh, and the walls that. lose green slime, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, the other rooms would be the Meritiana room. In 1989, two women were sent to clean. It was a lounge for VIPs, and two women were sent to clean in there. When they entered the room, they found a passenger sitting on a chair in the middle of the dance floor who wouldn't say a word to them. And when a third woman came in to help with the cleaning, she remarked that the passenger was staring and asking her to move. 
and as the employees started to call security, the passenger faded right in front of them, and all three of the women reported seeing that at the same time. Wow. Yeah. There's boiler room number four, where several people have reported seeing a little girl in this area, another little girl. The boiler room, though. Yeah, sometimes sucking her thumb, and sometimes she has a doll in her hand. How old is this one? Um, it didn't say, but I'm assuming she's probably around the age of Jackie also, like five or six. Mm. Too old to be sucking her thumb. <laughs> There's first-class staterooms. Reports have been made of a tall, dark-haired man appearing in a 1930s-style suit, as well as water running and lights turning on and off in the middle of the night, and phones ringing in the early morning hours with no one on the other end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly like Spongebob, by the way. You're just breathing the hash something. It's like, the phones will ring and there'll, there'll be, be nobody, nobody there. there. <laughs> So these ghosts are taking pointers from the episode, it sounds like. I'm assuming they were around before Spongebob, so maybe Spongebob took episodes. I disagree. They obviously (laughs) watch. Um, In the third class children's playroom, you can hear a baby crying, and it's thought to be an infant boy who died shortly after his birth on the ship. There are a lot of children on the ship. Well, like I said, they carried uh, war brides and their kids. But they have no recorded deaths of these children? I mean, they have recorded deaths of... Some of them, like I said, there wasn't any for drowning or things like that. Like, the infant boy's death was recorded. So they knew that an infant did die on the ship. Haunting. Just haunting. Children are horrible. Um, Other phenomenon occurring throughout the ship are sounds of distinct knocks, doors slamming, high-pitched squeals, drastic temperature changes, and um, people smelling things that are around. Like sulfur? Yeah. Rotten eggs? (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, there's been multiple paranormal investigations that have been aboard the ship, and everyone that's gone on there, like, not surprising, all agree that there's some kind of, there's paranormal presences and spirits on the ship. I guess they had one person come that was, like, kind of a legit dude, like, he had a lot of, like, credentials on ghost hunting and How being, How do you get like, credentials on ghost hunting? I don't know, he had a good reputation, though, and he was all like, this place is freaky, and he came <laughs> back, like, five times and did, like, a bunch of investigations with like doctors and like psychologists and himself and stuff yeah because they're ghost people yeah and they, they all say like oh yeah this place is <laughs> pretty freaky but the ship is open to weddings events and overnight stays so if you want to have a wedding or if you want to spend the night on this ship like they will take your money and they will let you stay there <laughs> wow well we have a vacation to plan i, I would not go <laughs> on that ship um, they even have events during Halloween. They put mazes on the ship and, like, base them off of different stories and ghost stories that have been told on the ship. So there's How would you one... like to get stuck in one of those? Yeah, they've had one before where um, a chef's crew, like, mutinied and, like, boiled this dude alive, I guess. That was real. Hmm? That was real. Yeah, pos- I don't know if it actually happened or no, not. Just, they just, just it a was story. a theme of the maze, yeah. And you can also take tours of this ship as well they have a lot of people who just want to go check it out so yeah they accept tours and i put some pictures i have boiler room 13 right there and i also have the b340 room that person keeps pulling sheets off of people looks pretty high class (laughs) yeah that feel like they've remodeled it enough so like someone might pull the sheets off of you but your bed's fancy (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if the haunted rooms are more expensive than the regular ones pay for the experience. You know, I didn't look up the prices because I was pretty sure someone would try and, like, interrupt me and be like, would you like to stay here for a night? Like, through Skype or That's something. That's when you say yes and ask about the haunted <laughs> room. Where's the door in the boiler room? Um, it's at the end of that hallway right there. You have, like, a walkway and then the door at the end. Yeah. 
true. I would not want to be there. That would be the scary room. Was where the person was crushed. Well, you will, it looks claustrophobic. Like if something. Well, were to yeah, start it's a boiler room you. of a ship. There's not a lot of room. If something there. were to start running at you, like there, you can't go anywhere. It yeah, would I would agree. Catch up with you. I would not want to walk on a walkway for that reason. Yeah. Well, nice room though. There's a purse there. Yeah, someone stayed there. Yeah, they took a picture. <laughs> I'm glad it's so popular. I mean, no one's like been killed in that room recently. That's so. good to know. <laughs> if you want to stay in that, you can. <laughs> So yeah, that's the Queen Mary ship located in Long Island or Long Beach, California. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Alex. That was a nice story. You're welcome, Taylor. And what will you be sharing with us next time? Next time, it's finally on Colorado. I can <laughs> finally say that. I love Colorado. I live there. <laughs> yeah, of course. But we're going to do a uh, third bridge. All right. I'm so looking forward to unknown. it. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and join us next time on Twin Tales.